great. This might be the intro right here. It's just a sound test. <laughs> can you can you hear? I'm trying. <laughs> Mom, are you high? <laughs> if you're rolling. <laughs> you're stoned right now. Seriously? Oh Damn. For those for those who don't know, we have a special guest here for episode number twenty five of the Coffee and Ketchup Podcast. A very exciting episode uh, in store for y'all today. Very excited. Very excited. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, <clears throat> we have got the the most probably the most famous woman in Dublin with us here today. We've Possibly. got um, Possibly. the ten time winningest Christmas decoration. <laughs> Um, according to coffee and ketchup, um, we have got the mother of three, what, well, two and a half ish wonderful, wonderful young men. Oh, um, no. I'm sorry, Kevin. Oh. I'm sorry, Kevin. Kevin got that half. No, 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 no. Um, and just an all around treat. Uh, just remember, Miss Sharon, you know, I told you upstairs, you got to watch your language a little bit. We're a family friendly person. She was, she was cussing up a storm upstairs, and I had to. Get it all out now, you know. Come on, Shay. We can edit it if it if it slips out. Oh gosh. We can edit it. All right, that's the first one. Here we go. Here we go, and so it begins. Uh, but no, we 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 had talked about. We were sitting around at work today, and we were all kind of stretched, not really sure. You know, Brian and I are pretty much one hundred percent of the. The content on here. That's fact. That is fact. And we were just like, man, we got nothing really to talk about. Um, Brian was just like, well, we need to have my mom on. And I was like, that would be a fantastic idea. We have a uh, we have a faithful supporter that had actually commented it a few weeks mm-hmm. ago. Ashley, mm-hmm. she she made a comment about could we get Brian and Derek's mom on to tell some stories. So here we are. Here we are. And here I am. Yes, she is. You and know. I'm ready to tell some stories. Yeah, I, bet I you believe are. it. I believe it. we give the people what they want. Yeah. So we are excited today. Well, why don't you just start real quick? Now you are born and bred Dub- Dublin air, Dublinite, Dublin person. Well, let me first say this. Please hello, take a, take hello, away. Hello, hello. <laughs> I have gotten so used to that, Chris. Every time I see somebody, I can't help myself. Hello, hello, hello. Good God. Where did that come from? <laughs> the podcast. Yeah. Uh, yes, I was born and raised in Dublin, Georgia, and grew up here. Now, that was probably, what, 1987 you was born in Dublin? I think Dublin? it might have been 89. <laughs> that sounds about right now. That sounds about right. <laughs> Even though my children were born. <laughs> Graduated in 89. One of them. That's right. That's, That's right. True. No, I will have to say I was born in 1947, so that makes me 76 years old, <clears throat> nice. and I'm thankful yeah. and proud of that. Let me tell y'all, for those, for everybody listening, this is the spryest 76 years old I believe I've ever met. <laughs> well, she don't miss a beat. No, uh, she gives it as she takes it. Quit. And, uh, listen. And yeah. let me tell you this, Chris. 
I'm scared now. <laughs> you should be. <laughs> what? I, I can outdance any 45-year-old anywhere. You better believe it. Oh, I, I believe I it. Dance the every, boot scoot, right? Boot scoot. And I dance every Saturday night at the American Legion from 7 to 10 every Saturday night. And you that's what they do the fake 50-50 raffle, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. 50, so, I'm 50. sorry, I missed that. <laughs> I think he's got you confused with somebody moving, else. Moving right along. Moving right along. Okay, since my sons are listening to you, I'll just move along. <laughs> I think they're taking up for their mama right then. So. <laughs> okay, so 47, born and raised in Dublin. Oh, uh, what was it like? Kind of when you when you were born in Dublin and growing up in Dublin, I, how much has it changed, and what what kind of was it like now as far as like development and what was the big oh, things back then? And, my goodness, the changes. Mm. I say that when I was growing up was the best years that anybody could grow up in because it was the simple times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what I call it, the simple times. We didn't have to lock our doors. We didn't have to. We could leave our windows raised. We could just go anywhere and not worry about anything. And this day and time, you can't go anywhere that yeah. you don't have to be concerned about who's going to be be there waiting. It's or very true. Yeah, it's very, very true. Very scary. Very scary. It's very true. Now uh, we had discussed on the phone what Thursday last week, Wednesday, Wednesday yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday last yeah. week, um, where you had kind of. Well, let me back up real quick before we get into that. Now, where did you go to school? Because I'm finna jump into this basketball thing. Well, this had me intrigued. Well, are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. I started school first grade through fourth grade at Dudley. Okay. You come through Dudley. Mm, that school is burned. It's no longer there. Now, did you guys live that way? We did not live that you way. You lived in East I, Dublin? No. We, I lived in Dublin at that time. Oh, okay. And I rode the school bus to Dudley. Okay. The first day of school, I've got to say this. My grandmother... My mother's mother, of course, both of my grandmothers were wonderful people, and I love them dearly. My mother's mother, and we called her Mamo. That was the nickname. I mean, that was the name that my cousin gave her when he was talking. And my grandmother, I was so spoiled, and I will have to say, I'm a very, I'm very spoiled, but I handle it well. <laughs> That's what I never could have told. That's what Patrick used to say anyway. <laughs> but my grandmother, the first day of school. Got and this is the truth with my hand raised as Wendy Bagwell used to say. When I didn't want to get on that school bus that morning, she got on that school bus with me. Really? She did. This is the truth. Oh god. And she rode that bus to Dudley School. God. Sat in the back of that classroom all day. All day long with Are me. Are you up serious? She would chaperone you. She sat on that bus uh, with me. Because you didn't want to be away from her. Because I did not want to be. I didn't want to go. And she just didn't make me go by We'll myself. go together. We'll go together. When well, we went together. And she stayed all day. And then we came home. And then I guess the next day I went by myself. Because she didn't go back again. But she I didn't, didn't need to learn all that stuff. Went, <laughs> she had already known. But first through fourth grade I went to Dudley. Okay. And then... My mother and father and my sister and I moved to New Jersey because my dad had some relatives up there. So we went up there to live for a brief short while. I did not like it. And so we did come back. What didn't you like about New Jersey? I'm oh, curious. The people. The people. The people. And I hope nobody's listening from New Jersey. But <laughs> I hope they are. <laughs> if, if you are, that was back in the day now. Y'all they ain't no nicer. That. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't got no better. I've been up there recently. I'm sure it hadn't. 
But anyway, and then I came back to Dublin in the fifth grade, and I went part of the fifth grade at Central High School, Central Elementary, fifth and part of the fifth and the sixth grade. And then we built a house in the country. My grandmother gave us some land, and we built a house in the country. So we moved in that house in the seventh grade through the twelfth grade. I went to East Lawrence School. So I graduated from East Lawrence High School in 1965. Go Falcons. And it was Rams, not Falcons. Rams. <laughs> Derek, that's strike one. Now where that's was, strike one, Derek. We ain't going to have too many more of those. Where was the house? I, I know we talked about this the other – actually, two weeks ago because I was out that way. The house was off of – was on Robert Webb Road. Okay, so you go down 19 – no. 29. 29. And then you veer off to the left there. To the left there. and go where Lake Tanya used to be. Uh-huh. And uh, then turn left on a Robert, Le- Robert Webb Road. Webb Road, okay. And it was down there. But the house burned. Okay, yeah, right. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But anyway, I graduated from East Lawrence. And I did play basketball. This is what I want to know. So, full court. Basketball at, at it was half court. But how did, not full court. How did you start falling in love with basketball? Well, I, I practiced because I wanted to play, and I guess I was in the seventh and eighth grade and I practiced, and I don't remember playing big team. But I know the ninth grade year, we were playing in Perry, Georgia. You were on the team. I was on the team. Okay. Not a starter, but I was on the team. For the high school. For the high school. Okay. And Coach Billy Hobbs was my coach. Oh, wow, yeah. And – Janie Marlowe, who was one of our players, senior, junior, or senior, I can't remember which, got hurt. And I, pl- I practiced as a guard. I didn't practice as a forward. I, I didn't practice as a forward. And this was half court back then. Okay, so Coach Hobbs, when Janie got hurt, Coach Hobbs looked at me and he said, Sharon, go take Janie's place. And I said, she's a forward. I'm a guard. <laughs> I <laughs> my spot. I don't, I don't play forward. Go in. <laughs> Billy didn't play. So, didn't Billy Hobbs put me in. And I think I might have scored six or eight points that game. And okay. I didn't, even play, I didn't even play forward. So, from then on, I had Janie's spot on the team. And wound up, and I'm I'm not bragging here, but this go is. Go ahead and brag, Mom. Okay, I'll brag to y'all. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Since my sons are here, I have came in top ten in middle Georgia several times my senior year. Scored the most points in a basketball game at, uh, at East Lawrence High School at that time. I don't know if somebody surpassed that. How many was it? 54 points in one game. God, that's a tough to surpass. <laughs> and I had one coach ask my coach. We were playing in Adrian. Connie, Wan- Connie Womack was on their team, Adrian's team, and she was really good too. And every time I'd shoot, I, sh- I shot the, the uh, whatever you call it now. You know, yeah, the, right. the, the, the sure, yeah, jump shot, jump shot, yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time I'd shoot it, it would strip the net. And the coach on Adrian's team came out and asked my coach, "I want to know where that line is, where that where that girl's shooting from, because I know there's a line out there somewhere she's getting." Of course, there wasn't. <clears throat> I was doing so well, he couldn't believe it. One time, I remember the guards on the other end of the court, and it was time for the buzzer, halftime. The guard threw the ball across the across, across the center line, and I was standing there waiting for the ball to be thrown to me, and it was time for the buzzer, and I, I just did a Hail Mary toward the goal. Half-court shot. Half-court shot, stripped the net. Mm. I about passed out. I didn't expect it to do that. I was just getting rid of the ball because it was time for the buzzer. 
But I made two points. It wasn't three at that time. It was two points. Got robbed. So um, can you give me some of that juju? I got to take a half course shot. That's what I you got need to be take, training with right there. Yeah, I'm I'm take take a half course shot. Mama. So tell us, tell a story about if you can, if you don't mind, about the one time that you had a real off game and. Our grandmother, oh, Mammer, your mother, oh, yeah. our oh, grandmother yeah. was there. And well, you'll tell that story. I was sick. I could not, I could go to the game, but I could not play. I don't remember what was wrong. And mother and I were sitting in the stands. Oh, wait a minute. You're talking no, about, yeah, no, I was with the playing. crutches. I she had playing. crutches. Yeah. I was playing. I had an off night that night. I was really, really not feeling good. And I was missing my shots, and that wasn't like me. And mother knew that. Mother was sitting upstairs, up on the bleachers, and she had crutches because she had hurt her foot and she couldn't walk without the crutches right then. Well, one of the ladies sitting down there near her said something about me real loud. Well, you would have to know my mother. I'm a lot like her. Yes. That she's going to take up for her babies and her family. She took that crutch and she tapped that lady on the shoulder. <laughs> and she said to her, when she turned around and looked, mother said, if you think you can do a better job than she can, you go down there and get that ball. <laughs> And that was I the can, end of that. She, didn't, can, she didn't say anything else about my mother's daughter. Yeah. So I remember that story. I wanted you to share it because yeah, that's a good yeah. one. My, my mother that took up for me one. that night. and But I can remember one night we were so bad. Oh, we were so bad this night. We were playing Bleckley County. And, and I wasn't playing that night. That's the night I was thinking that we were talking about. I was in the bleachers because I couldn't play, but I could go to the game. And it was so bad that when our forwards would get the ball, their guards would sit down on the floor. It was so humiliating, it was pitiful. That's where you work now, and that's where you work now, in Blackley County. That's how they treated these Thorns that night. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want us to do about it, Mama? <laughs> They're sorry, Mama. They're sorry. I'll go to the school tomorrow, okay? They were rude. I mean, uh, can I talk to the principal, please? Yes, sir. Back in 19... <laughs> Back in 1965. Back in 1965. No, probably 63 or 64. Get the year right, Brian. Oh, they get the right people. Okay. We got it. Could you imagine? I'm not going to rest until we find out who they were sitting down. But it was very humiliating to me. So they would sit down like. Sit down on the floor, and while our guards, I mean, while our forwards had the ball, their guards were guarding them. Their forwards, excuse me, would sit down on them while we had the ball down here. Their forwards. Their forwards would sit down on the floor until till they got the ball back. It was very humiliating. I was so disgusted and so so. And you wasn't playing. I wasn't playing. I, if I'd have been playing, they would have done that because I. <laughs> she didn't put fifty four up. Shooting the lights hey, out. That was hey, my I next was, question. If I'd have been playing, hey, yeah, we'd have had some points on that board. <laughs> Well, don't worry, Blakely County is going to get a strongly worded <laughs> yeah, letter yeah. come tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, y'all do that for me. I'll write it up. Tell them that done. Sharon Bush said. Hey, she don't appreciate the disrespect. <laughs> the disrespect. Of the East Orange Rams. Of oh, the Rams. <laughs> Not they'll, Falcons. They'll, right. be like, the they'll be like, Rams? St. Louis Rams? <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, the story of, the, of that. How, were you just a natural? I mean, would you? Would, do you think I, that you yeah, just would, had a natural? I definitely do. I, I, it was a God-given thing for me because I never really expected to excel in base, basketball like I did. Uh -huh. But I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And, in fact, when we started the football program at East Lawrence, and I didn't say this earlier, but in, I was in the 10th grade, and I was a cheerleader mm -hmm. and also a basketball player. Well, then they made the rule that a – Teenager, I mean, a uh, 
bas- cheerleader could not be a basketball player. In other words, you had to do one or the other. God, really? Yes. And, they, were, and they were trying to. That was, that was probably geared at you. Probably so, because they knew they wanted me on that basketball team. Don't you like cheering, cheering? Just, just cheer. <laughs> no, but I chose basketball. I know you Now we're talking. I chose basketball, but I was a cheerleader at that time. And then, huh. uh, yeah. And also, I've got to say this about my high school. Come Same. on. Come on. Mr. Hubert Fulford was the FFA administrator, our advisor, Future Farmers of America. Thank those, you. Those, those guys vote on who they want to be their sweetheart every year. Well, I was in the 10th grade, and I was voted their sweetheart. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The teachers? The students. The students. <laughs> Not the I thought you were talking about this, Mr. I did, too. Yeah. Mr. Cri- Fulford, Mr. Was, Fulford, he was the advisor. Chris, he was, he was his, telling the guys he, to yes, vote on yes, this week. Okay. Exactly. Chris was about to write another one. Thank letter. God. <laughs> yeah, I was, too. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, we're, we're straight now. Yeah, we're okay. clear. Yes. I, I mentioned Mr. Fulford only because that man was so wonderful. And every time he saw me after I graduated and anywhere he saw me, he would always say, how's my sweetheart doing? Mm. But I had no talent when I was selected as a sweetheart. So I had to come up with a talent to compete the local thing and then go to Millersville for the region. That's cool. Skateboarding. So, no. Chris. <laughs> Dude, Chris. Chris. I, I, you look like a skateboarder. I didn't know. Chris. I thought you were going to surprise us. I don't know. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> That's enough of that. <laughs> so, I had to pick. So I didn't play the piano. I didn't sing. I didn't do any of that. So, I thought, what can I do? And I knew I could pantomime or lip sync, they call it today, but pantomime was real sure. popular back then. Mm-hmm. So, Pam Rawls, who was my best friend, and Kathy Sweat, I'm going to throw a line out there for her because she and Pam and I were like the three musketeers in school. So Pam and I went to WMLT radio station. No offense, Derek. I know you went to WMLT. <laughs> <laughs> but we went to WMLT. That was, that was closer. And we looked at the records, and we looked trying to decide what I was going to pantomime. So we come up with... Yaggity Carol- yak. Don't talk about it. <laughs> No, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. That was not even a good guess. I, I know what it was. I remember. That wasn't even a good guess, Brian. Golden, the golden child over there says he knows what it was. Sweet Georgia Brown. That's it. Derek knows. That's Derek why Derek's knew. number one. <laughs> he is. Carry anyway, on, I, thought it was I chose Brown. Carol Burnett's Sweet Georgia Brown. Well, like Carol Burnett was not a vocalist, but she did a really good job on that song. And I pantomimed that song, and I played the part of Sweet Georgia Brown, and I won the East Orange competition for the re- for the district or whatever, region, mm-hmm. I guess. So I went to the district in Millersville, and I did not win there, but Pam and her mother and my mother and I went to Millersville. And after the program, and I did not win, but a gentleman came up to us, and he said, I loved your skit. It was so cute. I want you to come to Swainsboro and perform that for our Kiwanis Club. Dang. So I went. What club? Kiwanis. Kiwanis Club. What that, is that? You don't know about that, Chris. I don't. I definitely you're don't. From, you're not from this area. But I'm it, not. It's a, it's a good club. It's, it's a, a good, good club. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's a good okay. club. Anyway. Was this I, another older gentleman that approached you? It <laughs> <laughs> seems to be a really weird, a really weird pattern in these stories. I'm seeing a cycle here. I really, I really don't remember the age of this gentleman. 
But I was just elated that he sure. liked my skit and wanted me to come and perform that. So my mother and Marilyn, Pam's mother and I, went to Swainsboro later on, several weeks later or months later, and I performed it for the gentleman there at the Kiwanis Club. So that was, you know, that was a good thing, I thought. Yeah. And then I did it several times at our class reunions and, you know, different things. Oh, do yeah, you yeah, think yeah, you yeah. could right now? Can I do it now? I don't can you, well, listen, can you pantomime it a cappella for us? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll sing it. You pantomime it. She's bad, bad, sweet Georgia Brown. Baddest that's chick Leroy in the Brown. whole that's, damn town. That's Leroy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> you got them mixed up. Oh, is that on the same thing? Did you really try that? Did you really just try that? <laughs> I've been waiting wait for it to slip it in. Oh, gosh. You got it mixed up, Brian. Now, I can dance to that bad thing. I know, you, I know you can. Um, hey, did you trim your beard? I did. It looks good, man. Thanks, man. It's a side note. I didn't want to I appreciate that. that. Go you ahead. interrupted me while I'm you talked about it. It's, it's her hour. Get dude. it together, dude. <laughs> Was was <laughs> Brian I'm gets sorry, this every week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, darling. Me, I'm sorry. It's okay, Mama. <laughs> okay. There goes another tissue. Hard now. You're running through your allotment pretty quick over this. You're only getting a few of them now. Okay, Chris, I'm ready for another question. All right, all right. So, so take me through there. So, you obviously high school basketball star, 54 points in one game, uh, which even in today's standards is incredible in any standard. I scored 48 points and 47 points. I mean, 54 was the most, but I scored a lot of points in some games. So, you might have set and beat your own record. No, no, 54 was my record. But he's he's saying, like, you know. Oh, if I'd have stayed. If you'd have, you know, 47, and then you would have got 48, and then we got 54, you know. Those are definitely strong numbers in any generation, any kind of sport right there, especially basketball. Um, We'll try to to put some clips up of some of those articles. Yeah. My children, what I did, I'll tell you what I did. My late husband, Patrick, and I went to the library and copied all of that, all of my high school things, mm-hmm. basketball, and articles so in the paper, articles in the yeah. paper, and I had what a paper of, was it? The Courier Herald. The Courier Herald. Yeah, and I had a good friend of mine's daughter make three scrapbooks for my sons for Christmas one year, mm-hmm. and it had all my high school things in it, sure and included did. all of that, <clears throat> all of the stuff from the basketball. Yeah, year. Brian was telling me earlier about how he he had a scrapbook at one time that he had lost, and that he would he would try to find it. He's bad. bad. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. He didn't know. He said he had. I could put my hands on. Cherished. I could put my hands on it right now. We finna get fights on it. Chris. So. Chris. The next question. He's carrying on. Go ahead. Next question. So. So okay. So we finished up high school. Uh, What What was in it for Miss Sharon after that? What did life life lead you to? Well, I was in Dublin. I was working at DeFi. I went to work after high school. I I did not want to go to college. I did not. You know. I, I I was. Neither did I. I took commercial courses, you okay. know, shorthand, typing, and all that stuff. And I actually went to work in September after I graduated in May. I, I did have one job between, but I went to work with DFACS, which is Department of Family and Children's Services. And I worked there from 65, September 65, until 69. But in the meantime, I met, I had dated a guy in high school for two years. And we broke up, and then I met Kenneth Thomas, who had transferred <clears throat> to East Lawrence from Dublin my senior year, 
And all these people, at, all these students at school were talking about this good-looking guy that had moved from, East, from Dublin to East Lawrence. And I was, in, you know, I was dating somebody, so I wasn't interested. And then he and I broke up, so then I was interested. <laughs> and he, hey, you still a one man woman though that's purely and, okay. and he asked me out <clears throat> Kenneth Thomas his grandparents were Reverend and Mrs. C.E. Vines well when I met Papa Vines I just fell in love with him he was just a wonderful wonderful man preached the word of God for 65 or 66 whatever years in Dublin and Lawrence County I mean there's he was the best well I dated his grandson for two months and broke up with him to go back to the other fellow because I dated him. Well, Kenneth was not the kind of person that you were going to put down. Sure. I mean, no woman had ever put him down. That's what he said. No woman has ever put me down. And you don't get another chance, woman. But I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Because I'd go into Piggly Wiggly where he worked every time my mother walked in those doors. And when he'd see us come in the door, he'd go to the back room. He would not look at me. Would he'd run me. away? Run away. Oh, didn't, my goodness. didn't speak to me. Did not like me. But now you and the other guy were together? No, no, not. Well, we might have been dating, but I really wanted to get back with Kenneth. Because uh-huh. I knew I'd made a mistake. Okay. And I did. Yeah. And so the story is that. My best friend Pam again comes into the picture, and we're going to have, she is going to have a going away party for her boyfriend who's going in service. And she said, I guess you're going to invite Trent. And I said, Nope. She said, Who are you going to invite? I said, I want to invite Kenny Thomas. Oh, you are? And I said, Yes. He wouldn't even talk to me now, but I said, I'm going to invite him. So he comes through, the alignment was our hangout in East Dublin, and he drives through the alignment. Pam and I are sitting there, and he goes slow, and I get out and I go over there and say, can I, can I talk to you? He said, yeah, I'll be right back. i got to go take this, this guy home, and I'll be right back. He came back, and he did speak to me and talk to me, and I invited him to go to the party with me. Well, that's on a Sunday afternoon. I get, we don't have cell phones back then. I get home, and Pam calls me up and says, we're not having the party. I said, what? We're not having the party because Mimi, her mother, and daddy were not going to be home. We're not going to be able to be there to chaperone. We did not have parties without chaperones. We were good people. We were good kids. Sounds drink. like it. Didn't drink. Shots fired. Because we, we, listen, listen, I'm going to say this. I'm going to interject this. We've had the same situation, but it was like, we're not going to have the party. My parents are not going out of town. Yeah. Yeah, ours are a little bit different. We are going to have chaperones. We are canceling the party. Parents are not going on the cruise. We will get to that story in a little bit. That is later on. I haven't gotten married yet and had children. Okay, you're right, right, right. So you're getting ahead of me. Oh, you are. You're right. You're right. About this tree. Ooh. I'm coming. Coming. Buck, buck crack plumbing. Uh, I'm looking for the tree service. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, timber tree service. Uh, I was see if you can come look at a tree for me next week. Oh, I can squeeze you in, man. I think I can squeeze you in. Poor, poor Peyton. 
Don't get tricked like Peyton. Call someone you can trust, like Buckeye Preferred Services. Over 35 years in the industry of tree work and removal, they are cutting out your problems, and you can reach them at 478-484-2178 or 478-278-5574. Also, we have got our black t-shirts in stock if you would like one, or if you like the advertising that we just did and would like to learn how you can advertise on our channel, you can reach us at Coffee and catch up pc at gmail.com now back to the podcast but anyway so i have to call kenneth up kenny at the time we called him kenny and tell him that we can't that they're not having the party oh and i hated to do that so bad but i did i called his house he did not i mean his he wasn't home his sister answered and she said i'll have him call you well he called me after he got home and i told him and you know what he said well, we'll still have to get together. Mm, and I was I said, And I said, oh, okay, when? He said, what are you doing tonight? I said, seeing you. Well, goodness, Kenny. <laughs> so he comes and he picks me up, and we go to the Alama and have a hamburger and Coke. And as God is my witness, we talked that night about getting married. Wow. That night? That night. And now that was, I guess... Because checkers had closed down? Is that why you went to the <laughs> well, alarm? Actually, actually, the alarm was the hangout. Checkers had not come into existence yet, Chris. Really? You're jumping ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You're jumping ahead. He's, go- he's oh, going, I'm sorry. For those that don't know. <laughs> it's closed. It's closed. It's closed. It is closed. A terrible it day was closed. had by all. But you know what, folks? They have to bring this up at every, every podcast. Right. It has to be brought up. We are going to beat a dead horse. Night. We're going to do it. It always right. has to be there. That's Checkers right. has always got to be mentioned. Because yep. it's dead. It. That's right. And so, we miss it. We miss it. We, we didn't have a chance to bury it. So. That's right. But anyway. So, so, we, so you talked about marriage that we night. We did. But, you know, that was just talk. We just talked. And then... But we did start dating again, and that was probably in April. I'm thinking, I don't remember the date. I'm saying March or April. And in June, I got an engagement ring. Wow. And we set the date for September, well, October. For October. But then, back then, the draft was in existence, and we knew that he was going to be drafted soon. We just so what was going on? What conflict? The Vietnam War Vietnam was, going was on. Was, okay. And, you know, that was... Scary time for all of yeah. us people at that age because we knew when one graduated and that the draft was there and they were going to be called up. So instead of getting married in October, we set the date to get married in September. September the 17th, which was on a Saturday, it was also his birthday, uh-huh. his 19th birthday. So we got married on the 19th, 17th of September on his 19th birthday. I turned 19 in May. He turned 19 September the 17th. And two months later, he left to go in service. We were married two months. And so I moved back home with my parents. And he was stationed at Fort Benning and then at Fort Gordon. And then he, praised the Lord, went to Germany instead of Vietnam. Army. In the Army. He was an MP, military police. That's what he went into. And I joined him on our, before our first anniversary, I joined him in Germany we celebrated our first and our second anniversary in Germany and toured Europe. We went all over Europe. He mm-hmm. asked me, he said, honey, which place would you like, which country would you like to go to first if you had a choice? I said, Switzerland. I want to see Switzerland. Sure. We went to Switzerland first, then we went to all over. France, Germany. I mean, we were in Germany. France, Belgium, Holland. 
those places. And we thoroughly enjoyed it, had a good, good time. And came home, and we both got our same jobs back. He went back to work at Piggly Wiggly, I went back to work at DFACS. And then the next year, Kevin was born December the 31st of the next year after we got home that 69. 68, we got home. He was born in December of 69. And then we we moved from Dublin to Eastman. He was manager of Piggly Wiggly, I mean, East, assistant manager of Eastman store. And we lived in Eastman. Derek was born while we lived in Eastman. And then we got... You're not even a Dublin person. Yeah, I am. I was born in Dublin. He was born in Dublin. He certainly was. She, she got us over. She knew I was going to be born in Dublin. <laughs> That's right. I knew he wasn't going to be born in Eastman. He was going to be born in Dublin. But anyway, so then Kenneth got a job as manager of Piggly Wiggly in Moultrie, Georgia, which was South Georgia. So we moved to now, South Now, time Georgia. out. I, I, I want to make sure I know this or have, I may be mistaken. Was he at that time the youngest store manager of Piggly Wiggly? He was. He was. Which was essential to what a Kroger or a Publix would be now back then, uh, would you say? Oh, well, Piggly Wiggly was the biggest store. Right. It was the biggest store in the mm -hmm. Southeast at gotcha. that time. Gotcha, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the headquarters were in Vidalia. Mm -hmm. And he was very driven, a very loyal employee, and people-friendly, had the best personality, and and all this, and I'm going to get back to Papa Vines for just a minute, and I forgot to say this, but I told Papa Vines one time, when he'd shake my hand and hug my neck, and he'd say, he'd call us all daughter or son or whatever. I said, Papa, I married Kenneth, so you would be my granddaddy. Mm, really? <laughs> oh, listen, I loved, I loved Kenneth. Yeah. I mean, of course I married him because he was Kenneth, but Papa Vines was extra special. Anyway, man. we moved to Moultrie in 1973. Derek was a year old. Kevin was three. And we got invited to go on a cruise to the Bahamas with Kenny's aunt and uncle and some other people. We went on the cruise, and we left the boys with our best friends in Moultrie. And we came back off the cruise. And then that next weekend, which was Labor Day weekend, we all went to Panama City and spent the week at the beach. Came home. That was in September. And I got... This one was planted at some point. Panama City, baby. I was just about to ask. <laughs> now, was he was he God's little miracle? He God's was, and I think I, and I think he's right. That Panama City was probably. Uh, I think my youngest was as well. Uh, just a but, little little special special gift from God. Anyway, we were tickled to death, and of course, he was supposed to be our little girl. Sorry. We talked. <laughs> Well, now let me finish, Chris. You there? You go again. <laughs> He's got so many jokes. Please move along. There you go again. So we we were so happy in Moultrie that the store was doing well, and you know we bought a house, and you know the boys were good, and Brian was on his way, but he was supposed to be our little girl, and we become. I don't, don't remember what we we're gonna name her. We had, probably had to say Brianna. No, 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 absolutely not. But anyway, God did not. He had other thoughts. He had other plans. So Kenneth was on a fishing trip to Florida with the company, and a drunk driver hit the, the man that was driving Kenneth, another manager and Kenneth, in the truck, hit him broadside, and they were both killed instantly. So I was a widow. At 26 years old, I was, he was killed in April, 28th of April. I turned 26, 27, 26 in May. And Brian was born June the 9th. So Kevin was four in December. Derek was two in January. And Brian was born 
June the 9th, six weeks after his dad got killed. <laughs> so, but we moved back to Dublin, and we God brought us through. Never, never left us. Never failed. Sure. Never failed. Yep. He was always there, always, and I always depended on him. So, and then years later, he brought Patrick into my life, and Patrick and I got married in '94. And let me stop you. Okay. Because I, I don't, I don't. <clears throat> y'all got married how long? Twenty years later. Well, I was your nineteen. Dad, your dad. I, I was nineteen yeah. when you and Pop got married. Yeah, your okay. dad died in '74, and we got married in '94, so twenty years later. Okay, twenty years. I don't want to miss out on saying because this is important to me that those twenty years of us coming up without our dad, but the way that you provided for us, and I mean, we had an amazing childhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the butt and whoopings and a, you gave and, us, and the butt whoopings that you gave us. Mm-hmm. All of them. Them, them. The butt whippings you gave them too, they learned a lot from them. <laughs> those, those butt whippings were very important. They were. They were. They were. I agree. And I you know agree. what I would yeah. do? I would always tell my children, and this, is, this was just me, but if they had to get a spanking for something, they knew what it was about. They knew what they had done wrong and what they, why they were getting a spanking. Sure. And I would line them up outside the bathroom. <laughs> I, I would do this, and I would spank them with a belt on their butts, not on their arms, not on their legs, but on their butts. Well, you got to hide the marks. We'd send, yeah, That's we'd, right. That's we'd, true. We'd send Kevin in first so he could report back to us how Kevin, bad it was. Well, Kevin would go in first, and he was horrible to spank because he did not want me to spank him. And I didn't spank him that hard. I just wanted them to know that, what? you know. What did you just say? Derek, <laughs> you were not spanked that hard. Listen. Derek. You heard her. Listen. You were not spanked Listen, that hard. Kevin would go in and get it. And he would come back out and he'd be like, oh, that was bad. It wasn't bad. And then Derek would go in and get it. And he'd come back out and he'd go, man, I'm sorry. And then I would go in and she'd say, okay, you better scream. <laughs> yeah, and she'd take the belt and slap it on her hand. I was just about to say, <laughs> you would go in and not even get it. Not even get it. She'd get on her head. I'd say, mama, stop. <laughs> but you know what? After all, he was the baby. <laughs> that's right. It only made sense. Right. He was the baby. It only so. made sense. Sure. She was give out after wailing on me and Kevin, <laughs> too. Right. I mean, <laughs> Her arms. She was in there doing this. Yeah. We had an amazing childhood, though. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to omit that. We 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 had the neighborhood we lived in. Neighborhood, the house perfect. we lived in, the pool, had, the, the, the pool parties, and, yeah. Christmases. I mean, family yeah. coming from out of town. Yeah. Us yeah. always going and seeing family. I I told Derek, um, and this is this is because of you, really. Um, we have a cousin in Milledgeville that we don't get to see very often, and he and his sister were were um, planning on. They were talking about coming to Dublin one Saturday about a month ago. And I told Derek, I said, hey, these are the things that we get to do now because that's how you raised us, always to see family when you can from out of town and, and spend time with them. So, well, family yeah. is very important. Yeah, and for always, sure. always, always has been for mm-hmm. me and, and for y'all as, uh-huh. as growing up. And, and there's just no, no, you know, I could have stayed in Moultrie when your dad got killed because we had so many friends that had begged us to stay, begged me to stay down there. But I knew that I had to come back to Dublin mm-hmm. to be with my family, to help with y'all, and you know, to be there for mm-hmm. comfort and for me. But I still have my friends, some of my friends in Moultrie, some of them have gone on to be with the Lord. Mm-hmm. But they were dear friends, and they came to visit, and they, they kept in touch. And, you know, so I, I have that family, too, in sure. a sense. But, um, <clears throat> okay, so fast forward in the 20 years. I just didn't want to leave that part about, <laughs> no, about our childhood, all the sports that you yeah. – Took, I mean, three different age groups, three different levels of sports, football, yeah. baseball, 
and and y'all all three were just of the age that you wasn't on. That's same, what I'm saying. Yeah. Three different levels. Just yeah. missed it. Yeah, it's yeah. like two years separate. Like T League, Bantam League, and Midget yeah. League. Yeah. Billy yeah. Shepard used to say to different customers <laughs> that come in his shop, he would see me and Gail Yates on the road every time he went somewhere because we were on the way back and forth <laughs> yeah. to the ball field, back and forth yeah. to Melbourne Park, back and forth uh-huh. to practice. Back and forth to the ball games or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that was the way it was. We, we never I, missed and, it. And, and yeah. I was I was blessed, I have to say. I was so blessed to be able to stay home mm-hmm. with my children and not have to go back to work and be able to raise them in that in church. They were in church every time the doors opened. That is the, from Sunday school church. They went to RAs every Tuesday night, mm-hmm. and then uh, Wednesday night, Wednesday night service, and and even in Moultrie, we would go. We the boys, not Brian, he wasn't born, but Kevin and Derek and I would go to church on Wednesday nights because Kenneth had to work, and we would go to church to prayer meeting. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just what we did. Yeah, and we were very involved in the church in Moultrie when you know when we were there. In fact, Kenneth was supposed to become a deacon in the next election, mm. but he you know he mm. didn't live to see that. But he, the preacher told me that later. Um, but anyway, getting back, uh, God blessed me in 1993 to meet Patrick Neville, who was a very fine Christian man who was very active in church in, in Cadwell, Georgia. And we dated, and we got married in February of 94. And we had some wonderful, wonderful years together, mm-hmm. wonderful years together. And we were married, and then he had the brain bleed, and on March the 23rd of 19, I mean of 2007, I mean 18, and then he died April 16th of 2018. So he's been gone five and a half years. But um, I have some wonderful memories. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and I have some wonderful sons that look after their mom mm-hmm. and are gonna always be there. And I've got seven. I have to say this too. Gotta say it. I have seven <laughs> wonderful grandchildren. I have four boys and three girls. Now Blair is the oldest. So you can imagine if you, <laughs> I had three sons, and when they came out of that room, Jenny on the stretcher and Brian walking beside her with her with that baby in her arms, and it was two o'clock in the morning, and there was fifteen or twenty people there in that corridor, and Blair's other grandmother and I were standing there, and we didn't have a clue what the baby was, we did not know, and somebody said behind me, "It's a girl," and of course he, they didn't know, but. Brian's eyes, from that point to mine, caught my eyes, and he did this, and I thought, oh, my God, I have got a girl. Oh, I just, I screamed, and I woke everybody in the hospital oh, up. I believe it, I believe I it. I did, I'm serious. I was, and I was so tired because I've been up for two days. But I, I'm telling you, I was elated, and for seven and a half years, she was the only grandchild. Yeah. And then Zach came along, and then, you know, and then from then on, Derek's got a boy and a girl, Kobe and Shelby, wonderful. Brian's got... Lily, Christian, and Blair, mm-hmm. and then Kevin, my oldest son, has got Zach and Camden, and I've got three in college at Statesboro that I'm so proud of, and Christian and, Bl- and Shelby are going to graduate from high school this year and, and start college next year, and then Lily is our baby, and mm-hmm. she's nine or 12. Ninth grade. Ninth grade. She's 14. Yeah, yeah she's 14. <laughs> Chris. There's a lot of youngins, Chris. Chris, I had to stop. Listen, listen, listen. Babies. I thought I did good. I thought, I thought you did great. I don't know how much older I am than my two brothers. Yeah, he can't even tell you how far apart him and his brothers are. Do you want me to tell me their birthdays? I can tell you their birthdays. You know, we know you know them, Mom. We know you know Like I said, you know much more than I know about my family. I promise you that. With less members. Yeah, I was in Statesboro a week ago, two weeks ago. Mentioned you have three grand 
children in Statesboro. I was in Statesboro at the restaurant and looked at this one guy that was in college. I was like, what are you looking at? <laughs> you didn't. Yeah. No, I didn't. No, you did not. But that's I could not, have. That's not the way your mama raised him. I know, but he, his mama raised him not to stare. <laughs> or she should have. Well, he was being rude. You shouldn't have been rude. Uh, well, I was going to call up the boys. <laughs> Zach, Camden, Kobe. All three of them. Come on. Y'all come on over here. One of them did come over and see me. Oh, did Camden. Camden? Mm-hmm. He came and brought me my supper tonight. I believe it. Oh. So what else, Chris? Well, I just want to say that I, as we've kind of gone through this story and I've gotten to hear, you know, uh, personality traits about you and Kenneth and, of course, Patrick, everything kind of makes a lot more sense. Now. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, a lot of times I would hear stories of Brian's past and maybe some stuff from Derek, maybe not as much Kevin, but I would hear these things and I would think, you know, I don't know, maybe he kind of got some stuff from his dad or, or maybe Patrick kind of influenced, influenced him some, you know. But I, I'll be honest with you, a good bit of this is you. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when it comes to Brian and Dayton. incredible like i said it's uh, very cool to hear about the the basketball thing and then like it's like brian was saying too the the 19 20 years you know of kind of single mom you know and not only just making ends meet but really you know there's there's no shortage of stories that i've heard from these two especially you know about what a great childhood they had yeah you know we talk about on the podcast all the time about where they grew up and how they grew up and and the different opportunities that they had uh you know and, and i you know in all seriousness i think that Especially the two that I get to spend a lot of time with, and I've heard uh, good things about Kevin as well. I think all three of them are fine, upstanding young men, uh, and they they are definitely boys to be proud of, for sure. I'm very proud, but I have to say this, Chris. I've always, always, always decorated for Christmas. (laughs) Oh, listen, I know that. Listen. Always. Christmas Christmas was... Very special at our house. God, I think Absolutely. I came over for the first time to see, what, like two years ago? Two or three. Two or three years ago. And, and Brian said before we pulled up, like, listen, I'm going to go in. I, you had to pick something up. That's what it was. You had to uh-huh. pick something up. Or maybe you were dropping I, off no, cupcakes. No, we was picking up the cakes that Colby had brought. That's what from Statesboro. Statesboro. Yeah, so it was so two we years were ago. stopping by just two to, just to grab those. And he uh-huh. was just like, listen, we're going to get these cakes. Because I think I had bought one, too. Yeah. And we're going to go in and we're going to get them. But I'm going to tell you, my mom is going to give you a tour. She's like, you, you have – there's no – like, you can't sit in there. You have to take this tour. And I was like, I'd love to take a tour. Um, but we well, did. You and know, it when is, you work that hard, Chris. Oh, at least. And, you know, if you have guests in, you don't care if they walk all over the house because that's what it's all about. Yeah. 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 You know? Oh, listen, my wife is, is excited. She, she oh, is, is she much coming? more oh, – You yeah. invited her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You and your wife, Chris. Right, I did, didn't I? Yeah, That's right. yeah, and she's definitely looking forward to it. She is re- really big on decorating for anything. Okay. She loves Christmas probably the most, but she's she's got different signs and doormats for Valentine's and and oh, Easter too. and Halloween. Yeah. And we we've got all kind of just stuff everywhere at our house now. Uh, she loves it, and she is going to be thrilled. Uh, and she's going to be blown away by the the effort that you put into it because it does. It looks incredible. Well, I try, and I've already got it's ready. It's all done. 
they did the outside today, so it's it's on as we speak right now. The outside is lit up, so it'll be pretty prettier coming at night. Right, sure, sure. Which is that? Sure. That's like five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, so no doubt. Two, well, they, two o'clock. The, the, the lights won't come on till five thirty. So five thirty and after five thirty. Yeah, after five thirty. Gotcha. 5:30. gotcha. Yeah. Now you gonna make dinner with that too? Probably. Yeah, if you bring a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll open it up and, sh- and, sh- and share it with y'all. Have some plates out for us. <laughs> I do. I got plenty of paper Christmas plates. plates. <laughs> Christmas plates. Oh yeah, plates. I got paper plates. Christmas paper plates. <laughs> I've even got Thanksgiving paper plates. Oh, I believe. I believe. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. well, that. Listen, this is this has absolutely been a treat. Uh, thank you so much for for being willing, especially on the spot to come last do minute this. too. Thank you. Yeah, just kind of mid afternoon. Uh, came in to, let's be honest, save this show tonight. Yeah, we've yeah. been, uh, you know, it's like I told you today, Mom. We've been talking about this, uh, Derek and I, what, a week and a half? At Probably. Least, at least a week and a half, yeah, two yeah. weeks. Yeah. And um, pitched it to Chris today, and, and he was like, call her up right now. Call her up, let's do it. And I knew when you called me up, Chris was in the room. <laughs> oh, my gosh, she did. So I he, did, he I had did. it on speaker, and I don't even think I'd said anything you yet. Not, but I knew. but she, was, she was on speaker, and she was how like, you, hey, Mom. How do you think she um, busted us all those years? Listen, she was like, he was like, hey, Mom. She's like, am I on speaker? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Is Chris around? <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. I said, Chris is in the room, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I have to say this. Please do. One thing that I did not talk about, and I'm not going to elaborate on, but my baby right here, my my Brian Kenneth Thomas right here, gave me some headaches through the years, and I have to say, I never stopped praying for him, and I never, I did not let go of God, and I knew that God had him wherever he was. So for all of those mamas out there, that have got problems with their children, mm. in any sense of the word, continue praying to God because I always said to Brian and my friends, this is a spiritual warfare between God and Satan. But God told Satan, I will not let you kill Brian Thomas. You can do anything you want to with him, but I will not let him die. Our God was so faithful. He was there with Brian in every Every aspect of the word, whenever he was in trouble, whenever he needed help, God placed somebody there to save his life. So don't ever give up on that, people. Just keep on praying and and knowing that God will answer the prayer in his time, not in ours, but in his time. And I'm so thankful that for going on five years now, next May will be five, that this young man has given his life back to God. He was raised in the church and came up in the church and was a Christian and has always been a Christian, but you know they, they falter, they go out, but then they come back. Most of the time they come back. So don't ever give up on that. And I love you, my I son. I love you too, Mom. Thank you for saying that because when y'all were talking about the Christmas thing, that, that's that's where my head was going because it was, it was Christmas of 2016 or 17 when I, I was so so far gone and I just wanted to feel the love of our family from Christmas and I called you sometime in the middle of December was like hey I'm in town I want to come by and see you and I think I might have talked about this before on, on the show and I came and you met me in under the garage and, and I was like trying to get in the house and you know I, I wanted to see the Christmas decorations I wanted to feel the warmth and, and you were like no nah, this is as far as we're going to go mm-hmm. 
And that was really, that was, that was one of the impactful things that happened in my life for me to say, I don't think I really want to live like this anymore. These consequences are more than I'm willing to, to, to continue to pay. So I appreciate you being so strong and loving me enough to, to put your foot down and to be like, this is not okay. And I have boundaries in my life today. Well, that I understand from you. When I let you go, when I let you go and let God have you back, that's when things changed because I was mm-hmm. enabling you. Yeah. I was doing everything I could to help you. I could not help you. Right. You had to help yourself. That's right. And this is what I try to tell my friends that are going through this today. You can't do anything for them except pray because they've got to be willing and wanting to get the help or, or to get where they need to be. Mm-hmm. And, and I had to let you go, and I did. Mm-hmm. I had that peace that mm-hmm. passeth all understanding. Yeah. I could not. I did not worry, and that's the truth, people. I did not worry. I was concerned, but I never worried. Mm-hmm. Because you know what my Bible says? Do not worry. Cast all my cares upon you and upon me, and I will give you rest. And that's what I did. And he gave me rest Good. through those Good. years. I want to mention also, you can't see it on camera, but I want to tell you that we have a little uh, area over there that's like dedicated for Patrick with the golf clubs and the master's hat. There's two pictures of you and Dad over there in the studio, one in the trophy of someone shooting basketball and someone playing football. So, really? Yeah, we did that in honor of you guys. Oh, mm-hmm. that's sweet. That's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Patrick did love the golf. Oh, yeah. He loved that golf. Mm-hmm. And apparently you loved the basketball. And I did love the basketball. <laughs> and it loved you back. It did. It did. It didn't give me any money, but it gave me <laughs> a lot of it enjoyment. It gave me a lot of joy. And if you were playing and, now, it still wouldn't be giving any money in the WNBA. Certainly not. But you know what? I used to get out with Camden and Zach in their in their driveway and their basketball go and play horse with them, and a lot of times I'd beat them. Of course, you I, know. Know. I believe it. They I love that. Would. They love that. And I hadn't done it lately, but I, you know, because they're older now. But I did do that a lot. Kevin wouldn't have let them eat if they had to beat him. Probably threatened them. Oh, you know. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Yeah. Thank y'all. This, this has been fun. Thank yeah. y'all for having me, and uh, I, I love this program. I, I hope that it can uh, continue. And I know that this has been y'all's dream, and and you know, I, I'm just very proud of what y'all have done so far. And uh, I just hope the people will continue and, and I hope so it, too. it will grow and you can continue to have more guests on like me. So that you can. Hey, it's going to be hard to top this one. This might be the peak, the peak of, of our content. Right? The creme de la creme. That's, That's it. Right. That's I've been it. thoroughly enjoying We it. have to, Mom. Yeah, it has yeah. been an absolute blast. Um, you heard her here. Uh, keep the support up. Like, comment, subscribe. Make sure uh, you stay up to date on everything, coffee and ketchup. Uh, we just want to thank you for all the support we've gotten thus far. Uh, and there, there's no ceiling to this thing. We're going to keep on pushing. We're going to keep on pushing out good content, good episodes. Uh, we're going to keep doing our best. Y'all just keep on responding. Comments. Get get us guests, you know. Give us suggestions. Sure. We love the suggestions about topics or guests or things that you like to have us talk about because we can't always come up with stuff, you know. So comments definitely help. Uh, again, make sure you like the video um, to help us out with that. Thank you, as always, to Buckeye Preferred Services um, and all their continued support. None of this would be possible without um, everything that they've done for the, for the podcast and continue to do for the podcast. Thank you so much to them. Be sure to reach out to them. Uh, when necessary, uh, we are waiting for people to get in line to get t-shirts. I don't think we're going to do a pre-order of t-shirts this time. I think we're just going to get an order pre-sold up, uh, and do that. But if you want anything like that, be sure to reach out to us at coffee and ketchup P 
pc at gmail.com uh, you can also reach us out there for any kind of advertising opportunities and with that one more thing chris and i had a great time in atlanta at the georgia georgia tech game this past weekend um dogs on top and want to wish uh georgia great luck in the sec championship this coming up saturday yeah i mean this is technically before that game but <laughs> i that's a fair I, I wouldn't say anything different you know what i mean we're gonna have a good time yeah i'm pretty sure that prediction will stand <laughs> you know, pretty, pretty sure that's a safe bet um anyways yep Yep. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in once again, and we will catch y'all in the next one. Peace. Peace. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>